this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, Episode 68. The following is the recitation of Psalm 62, aka Perik or Mizmor Samech Bet. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 62 Lamanatseach al Yidutun Mizmor le David Ach el Elohim Dumia nafshi Mimenu Yeshuati Ach hu Suri Vishuati Misgabi Lo Emot Raba Ad Ana Tehotetu Al Ish Tiratzhu Kulchem Kekir Natui Gader Had Huya Ach Mis eto Yaatsu Lahadiach Yirtsu Chazav Befiv Yevarechu Uvekirbam Yekalelu Sela Ach Lelohim Domi Nafshi Ki mimenu tikvati Ach hu suri vishuati Misgabi lo emot Al Elohim yishi Uchvodi tsur uzi Machsi Elohim Bitru vo the whole eight Am Shifru Lefanav Levavchem Elohim Machasa Lanu Sela Ach Hevel Ne Adam Kazav Bnei Ish Bimoz Naim Laalot Hema Mehevel Yachad Al Tivtehu Ve Oshek Uve Gazel Al Tebalu Chayil Ki Yanuv Al Tashitu Lev Achat Diber Elohim Shtaim Zu Shamati Ki Oz Lelohim Ulecha Adonai Chasad Ki Ata Tishalim the Ish Kemaasehu.
Psalm 62 is either played on or for or sung by Yedutun and is more about giving over wisdom to mankind as opposed to a prayer or supplication. Rashi points out that Yedutun might be referring to Dat, the laws, that enemies at this point in time are beginning to place on the Jewish people while they are in exile, oppressing them in anti-Semitic ways, and this is, might be a response to that. There are a number of repeating words in this mizmor, the main one being ach, which can mean but or even or truly. David is guiding large crowds in this mizmor to trust in Hashem that He will be a protector for us, even when things that occur are not necessarily clear why they are happening and when they seem bad. Specifically, he complains against the Rasha'im, those who strike terror into man, causing them to feel as vulnerable as a leaning wall or a tottering fence. He goes on to explain to the crowd in Pasuk 10-11 that man is Hevel, nothingness or breath. That if you put it on, if you put them on a scale with breath itself, they would weigh even less than breath, reinforcing trusting in God and denouncing trust in revenge with violence or robbery as responses. Because as he explains in Pasuk 13, Hashem will reward each man according to his deed. One concept that repeats twice in different forms in Pasuk 2 and then again in Pasuk 6 is Domiyan Nafshi or Domi Nafshi, my soul waits quietly for God. In this past week's Parsha, we see Aaron, the brother of Moshe, Moses, silent after learning that two of his children had predeceased him. And we see similar verbiage used by Dom Aharon. Aaron, the high priest, most connected to Hashem in that day, was faced with a suddenness that overwhelmed him, and he needed to allow himself to freeze, pause, process, what was most likely beyond his ability to grasp. But here in this psalm, we seem to be slightly ahead of the shock phase. It seems we already in, uh, we're already in the processing stage, And while he says that his soul is silent, there's a lot of talking it out and reflecting here. So what exactly is going on? Well, John Cage is a famous composer who in 1952 composed a controversial musical piece called Four Minutes and 33 Seconds with three distinct sections that were divided by the sound of the piano itself opening and closing but otherwise was completely silent. This radical piece of music, if you can call it that, was meant to illustrate how there is never truly any silence. You see, the first time it was played was in a large outdoor theater, where in the stillness of the night and the silence of the piano, everyone listened to the chorus of nature and connected with where they were and who they were with and what they were feeling within themselves, enabling them to detach from external distractions and focus on their present and learn to be at peace there. When reviewing this musical piece, podcaster Dallas Taylor said, quote, quietness is not when we can turn off 
our minds to sound, but when we can really start to listen and hear the world in all of its sonic beauty, end quote. Being with silence doesn't mean becoming a hermit or a monk or not speaking to anyone. It means learning how to deal with the sounds that are latently present but haven't been getting the appropriate amount of attention. Sometimes that could mean just slowing down and meditating because you are rushing through the humdrum of life and connected at the hip or fingertips with your phone. Other times, gaining this kind of silence could be beneficial if you have been avoiding, quote, hearing what you have what you have to feel about something because it's too painful to process. Other times, gaining silence can help you hear what your partner, child, friend, relative is actually trying to get across to you and doesn't require a quick or potential harsh comeback, but rather a response from a thoughtful place to move the needle forward. I came across this quote by Vienna Farone, shout out to my friend Marcy Rhodes for posting, quote, Avoiding your triggers isn't healing. Healing happens when you're triggered and you're able to move through the pain and pattern and the story and walk your way to a different ending, end quote. In this psalm, the narrator is listening to the sound of his silence. When he is ready to hear it, which is an important piece to proper healing as well, by the way, Feeling the depths of the pain and fear that his enemies are causing him, moving through the triggers to come to a place of serenity, thereby remembering back to that which he has come to learn to trust to help him overcome his moments of hardship, namely God, instead of returning to those murky pits of despair like he has in the past. Only once he allows the process of sitting with that dome silence, can he start to have the dimayon, imagination, from the same root word, to see beyond his despair, and then his response can be in line with his desires and hopefully provide the best outcome for all involved. May we all be able to welcome silence into our lives and to use it as a tool to process our daily or acutely needed overwhelming loads. May we get to a place where we can move through our triggers with ease and grace and comfort and land in a place of serenity and trust in who we are and what we are capable of, no matter the external forces. The learning and recitation for this week's podcast is Le'ulei Nishmat, Two Young Souls Taken Unexpectedly Too Soon This Week, Efrat Tova Bat Esther and Yosef Ben Helen. Also, it's in the memory of all the souls that were taken too soon with anti-Semitic laws that we commemorated this past week on Yom Azikaron. May their neshamas all have an aliyah. Stay tuned until after this quick break. If there is an episode that you would like to sponsor, or if you have any questions, please email me at nurseNisa1, N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A, the number one, at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes. 
please subscribe and share. Thank you for joining. Thank you.